Would everyone please just sit in the seats that they're in now and stop moving, please? It's the British Touring Car Championship and everyone keeps moving, even today. Just sit still, please. This show we're going to talk about this year's British Touring Car Championship. I'm joined, as usual, by Tom and also joined by Nick, who thankfully knows what is going on this year. So there's a bunch of new rules. There's a bunch of new driver lineups. There's some old returning favourites, and Tom's favourite, Matt Neal, is gone. <laughs> don't know what. Can, uh, should I say something at this how, point? <laughs> how, how how devastated are you, Tom? Oh, I'm I'm depressed. <laughs> I'm uh, no, I I haven't even thought about it for a second. I think that maybe you uh, should tweet. Maybe we should. Ah, uh, <laughs> slight problem with that <laughs> is that I might be blocked. <laughs> Whatever kid 2016, and by the way, it wasn't rude. It was just, it, and and it and it was right. <laughs> but that is a debate for the another time. And I've actually met him briefly yeah. in person, and he was fine since then. So um, I think it was just heat of the moment stuff. Well, this will actually be the first season since 1990 that hasn't had Matt Neal at the start of it. That's unbelievable, and what a stat. <laughs> To get us out of the gate, that's a great one oh, to call it. That is mental though, right? 31 years? That is mad. Yeah. I think 2001 he did the first round and that was it. Uh, in that Peugeot. Well, I don't know what the story is on that. I'd always love to ask that question. Off to the European touring cars, I believe. It, it did, but I wonder if, you know, what the context was and all that. But yeah, interesting. Um, he is a legend of the sport, so mm-hmm. there we go. But he, he will be around, right? Because he's going to be the team boss, yeah, or team owner, or something. And uh, yeah, I've, I've run out of steam on the Matt Neal. <laughs> Onto something different. That is something different. So there's a bunch of new rules this year, or rule changes this year. Um, Nick, can you talk us through some of them, please? Right. So, qualifying for, I think it was three events, Donington, Snetterton and Silverstone, will have the top 10 showdown that was introduced last year just for Snetterton. Um, Yeah. Did you... I liked that last year. Did you watch it, Chloe? That was the only qualifying I think I watched (laughs) uh, during the year. Um, Was it wet? Was that the one where it was wet? No, no, no sorry, I'm getting too much. I, I watched two qualifiers <laughs> then. I think it was Brand Hats, Brand Hats it was wet. But yeah, I, I liked that format last year. I didn't mind it. I mean, I'm glad they tried something different. I think my own personal opinion is I I would prefer it if the, when they do the... Is it 25 minutes they do, like a normal qualifying session? Then there's a brief pause. Then there's a final 10 minutes. Is it 10 minutes for the top 10? Yeah. Right. So then I would prefer it if they just went one at a time. Mm-hmm. You've got one lap. Uh, I know that would take up more TV time. It'd be more than ten minutes, but it's not even on TV. It's streamed on the internet. Yes. So you can do whatever you want. Uh, and the Australian Supercar Series, which Alan Gal Gal has um, previously been involved with, and he previously managed up until very recently a driver who's in that series, James Courtney. They like to do occasionally if they're going to do a special event, like a top ten shootout for the qualifying, and it, and it works quite well. Um, but. Okay, we've got it. We've got it as a semi-trial again because it's only mm-hmm. three rounds. Like, commit to it or don't. Like, do the one-off thing, 
It seems a bit weird to me. Yeah. But then maybe it gets you watching those special qualifying sessions because clearly that worked for you last year, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it must have been a really, really boring day at work <laughs> <laughs> for that to have popped into my head. Normal my knowledge of touring cars kind of pops up on a Saturday when I remember, oh my God, there's touring cars. Fair enough. Any other rule changes? Uh, the option tyre will be brought back in for four of the ten events, I believe. And that'll be... Oh, I'm nonplussed about that. Alton Park, Croft and Snetterton will see the soft tyre used as the option. While the medium will be the option for Knock Hill. So does that mean for Knock Hill, soft is the standard or is, or is it hard? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, we had uh, a year without the um, tyre switching throughout the weekend last year. And I much preferred, much it. preferred it. Yeah, I didn't miss it at all. No. It, because it, it, the, the only option tyre does is means that first half is someone has a great yeah. race, and the second half they just go backwards. It's, it's almost a... too... It's, it's trying to create some unpredictability, but it's too predictable. Yeah. As soon as you know who's on what tyres, you, you roughly know what they're going to do. Yeah, and I think there's enough leveling off in touring cars, just with ballast, reverse yeah. grids, rather than having an option tyre. Field yeah. is close. Not, do you like it, Nick? I'm not really fan of it not particularly no I, I don't mind it but it doesn't seem to really add anything for me uh, so the unpredictability isn't really there it's uh, yeah I mean Formula 1 does different tyre compounds I'm not a huge fan in, in that to be honest maybe I'm just a traditionalist or I a find it confusing purist. as well on telly it's hard to tell who's on what tyre sometimes if they don't have the graphics yeah. on yeah BTCC I think they made a better step with their graphics last year but they really need to up the game. Because if you're going to have all those different inf- different things going on in the race, you, you need yeah. better communication of it. Yeah. Part of me thinks it's done d- deliberately that way so that you don't know. So the average punter watches it and just goes, that's an amazing race. Yeah. But if, but if you listen to the commentary, they're constantly they're talking about it. I know, so yeah. It's, it's a bit of a... If you have to watch it on mute, if you want to be like proper, not knowing what's going on. <laughs> But if you don't really know what's going on and all you've got is the commentary team going on, then it's too confusing, the tyre the tire things, I think. I'm not saying everyone's an idiot, far from it. But even as someone who is a big fan, it's just not that clear. And it just feels... I can't can't believe I'm going to say this. It feels a bit false because I know a lot of people will be like, yeah, the whole British touring cars is false. <laughs> what are you talking about? But that's just... It's not just touring cars, it's the whole mm. of motorsport. has these little tricks to try and improve the racing. Yeah, I just don't think it's needed in touring cars. It's exciting enough. Yeah, agreed. Exactly. And last year proved that to me. It's like they didn't learn from it. But we'll have to see it, right? Blah, blah, blah. But the fact, again, that it's not every round is also just a bit weird. So you've got Donington, Snesserton, Silverstone with a top 10 showdown with different qualifying. Then you've got Alton, Croft, Snetterton and Knockhill with different tyres. So Snetterton gets the qualifying and the tyres. Yeah, that's very true. It all seems a bit mm. much to me. Yeah. What else is going on? Uh, success ballast is being increased for the winner. Uh, it's going up from 60 kilograms to 75. Oh. And second place will be 66. And third, 57. Um, ah, so I'll just say, so it was 75 a few years ago, right? A couple of years ago. And uh, maybe three years ago, something like this. And then they changed it because it was 
it was oh there was too much going on. I think uh, was it 2018 where there was like a there was like four, 13, 14, 15 different winners or something crazy because they had the tire switches and up to 75 kilos of mm-hmm. uh, ballast. Turkington won the title, but he only won mm-hmm. one race. And everyone decided, even even drivers in the in this field, like, oh, it's too much, too much. Mm. But it feels like we're edging a little bit back towards that again. Sounds like we're going straight back towards that. Yeah. Which, I feel like it's almost like, right, well, we'll do this. There'll be more overtakes and there'll be more crashes. <laughs> um, which seems a bit uh, obtuse on my part. I'm hoping it's not that. Part of the reasoning seems to be that the cars carry the weight better than they used to, is what I, I've read. But how much truth there is in that, I don't know. So apparently the I 60 kilograms was not enough of a a knockdown. But we have to wait and see on that. Yeah, I mean, I think I remember watching last season was the BMs carried the weight quite well for the week. Yeah. So it's probably, yeah, you're right, it's probably a reaction to that. That they weren't too badly affected by it last year. That's probably why they've decided to up it. Yeah, so it's almost like trying to peg down the leaders a bit. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to see it, right? We'll have to see it. I think I think it sounds like we're all a bit muted on these changes. Skeptical. I think we all enjoyed it last year, yeah. and these are all things that are potentially risking last year's yeah. uh, championship. Last year had a nice balance of some interesting races, a close title battle, but without too many cheap tricks. And that's why, yeah, um, we're skeptical towards it, I guess. But but anyway, I think is that all the rule changes? Uh, the only other one was the um, garages being open to the public, but um, that's when the public can actually get there to see them. <laughs> a crucial, a crucial rule change there for twenty twenty two. Yeah, I take it when you say open to the public, you'll be able to see in. You won't be able to go in and give Mick advice on how to put the cylinder head gasket back on top. <laughs> the garages are facing the other way so they face into the paddock as opposed uh, to into the pit lane so as people in the paddock can see into the garages and see what's uh, going on that's quite good I suppose I think they trialled it last year didn't they for one round um, But I, oh yeah yeah, it can't have been last year you're right because there was no fans there right if they trialled it last year there was no feedback on it <laughs> maybe they did I don't know we, we should have looked it up I guess but, um, all right Nice rule changes. Well, no, average rule changes. Yep. We've got a tweak to the calendar as well, so we start at Fruxton this year. Uh, and there's going to be two rounds at Fruxton, which was only one last year, I'm sure. If that's right. I'm pretty sure. Oh. I checked the calendar before we started, I'm sure there's only one. But right, well, we'll roll with it then, got this, with confidence. Uh, yep, yeah, they've got the second race, which I'm assuming is just to give them fans. Yeah. That's probably the main reason they put it on. I think so, yeah. I think there may have been plans last year to do a second race at Thruxton before. Correct. Well, there was one round less last year as well, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. So you're right. Probably was intended last year, yeah. but was cancelled. Uh, they were also going to change the Silverstone layout last year, and they didn't, right? I really wish they would change that, to be honest. Yeah. It's a bit, Give it a shot. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame the layout that they used. I don't think it's great, to be honest. Certainly for Toon It cars. provides some interesting racing, but... I remember one year where there was Jordan versus Plato and it was really tight at the top and it was oh yeah, it was an amazing race. But uh, I just would have liked to have seen them try it out this year. I think it's a missed opportunity again. But there must be reasons behind it that I don't know that they've chosen. 
Uh, I'm guessing they're maybe thinking about trying to get some fans in there, and maybe that's better for fan uh, perspectives or number of seats they can sell. Yeah, and we finish at Grand Prix, Brands Hatch this year rather than Indy, which just felt weird last year. It felt strange to finish in Indy. It didn't feel like the final round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I much prefer Brands Hatch uh, Grand Prix as the finale because, well, having been there a couple of times for the final round, it just felt mm-hmm. kind of right. Don't know why. It's not with dark and pissing the rain. Yeah, and it's... yeah. <laughs> bit of drama. Yeah. Just... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's finishing in October <laughs> this year, so there'll be plenty of bad weather there, I reckon. It was snowing here today. It's me, and it was snowing <laughs> here. It's. Uh... Will it be snowing in August for an uphill then? Oh, definitely. They'll probably be cancelled. Be that bad. <laughs> mm. Interesting. It is how again like the the that you know there's a couple of races in September, two in October. They could be affected by um, some shoddy weather, I guess. Where I think the BMWs lost the title last year in the damp damp conditions, they weren't that quick, and where Sutton was mega. Mm. But we'll talk about predictions later on, right? So on to the teams and the driver lineups for this year, which has been quite a mix up from last year. Uh, a few surprises as well. So I think what we'll do is a run through the current lineups for this year. And I say current because it's still a couple of days to go. <laughs> and who knows? Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday the 5th, just for anyone who knows. So we'll probably start with championship team or championship driver, Ash Sutton staying at Laser Tools with Aidan Moffat and Carl Bordley this year. Yeah, so three infinities, right? And... I yeah. think one of them is another new build, which is bananas. It is just yeah, it's expensive, expensive, yeah, and it's weird to sort of see that, um, you know, here's a car that you can no longer buy in Europe, but it doesn't matter, does it? Because it's still within the rules, and it's clearly the layout and the aero profile and the shape and the wheelbase of it are beneficial to performance, I guess. Well, how do you think Baldy will go, uh, Nick? Averagely. I mean, he has finished as high as 12th before, which actually surprised me. I didn't think he'd finish that high up. Um, so in a better car, he could do better, but then Moffat didn't exactly shine in that car either. Moving from the moving from the one one series, I think he was in. Mm. Yeah, he's gone from the one series. Yep. No, I was quite disappointed with Moffat last year. He had a couple of okay yeah. qualifiers and okay races, but the rest of the time... True. He was miles off, Sutton. That rings a bell. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, the only teammate that's ever got close to him in British touring car terms has been Josh Cook when they were in the MGs. Mm. Otherwise, he trounced them. Plato, Senna Proctor, Aidan Moffat. I can't see that trend from stopping anytime soon, to be honest. No. No. I mean, Moffat jumped to the Infinity a year early, but then they went and rebuilt the full thing. Yeah. Didn't they? Uh, so he yeah. jumped early to get it optimised and then they binned it basically and started again. Uh, and, in, and in that season, uh, Sutton did test for them before they rebuilt it as well. So I can only think yeah. that the new ones are maybe built around his sort of driving style preference. He likes to have the car very soft by looks things. Whether or not he likes it or the team do that, I don't know. But he makes it work anyway, doesn't he? And he's just, ah, oh, he's just a class act. I mean, he's a reigning yeah. champion for a reason. For for me, he's the most exciting driver on the grid. But I don't know if anyone disagrees with that. 
No, no, I enjoy, I enjoy watching them. I think, uh, I think we spoke at the start of last season. He had picked up a, a move, which yeah. he was doing at the start, but then dropped. Thankfully, where he was it's overtaking like people. Yeah, he was overtaking people, but then giving them like a, a nudge on the exit, uh, which was a bit naughty. But he, he did, he calmed it down. But yeah, it, no matter where he qualifies, you know he's going to go forward. It's it's mad. Yeah, he never he never seems to fall back a bit. Although, maybe when the tyre shenanigans is going on this year, he will do naturally, which is a bit of a bit of a yeah. shame. But let's not go down that route again, Tom. Sorry. Yeah, I mean it was it was uh, their qualifying that hurt him last year because um, yeah. they couldn't get it together at all in qualifying. But every single race, he was up near the podium by the end of race one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just the way he sort of pulls those overtakes off. And never gives in. Um, oh, I'm going to say something now that's pretty bad, but it's Alonso esque when he was in his prime. <laughs> you know, he just didn't, doesn't give in. He's, all, you know, oh man, if there's a chance of 15th and you're in 16th with one lap to go, he's yeah. going to go for it. And the other drivers yeah. know that as well, which adds to his, or it works in his favour, I should say. True, because they're expecting a dive and he might not do it for that corner, but then he comes to the next yeah. one. And, or <laughs> yeah. they get scared of him if they're inexperienced. Well, not scared, but you know, wary that they're going to get some panel damage. Yeah, I think him and Tom Ingram are pretty close in that regard, but yeah. Sutton seems to be a bit cleaner. Doesn't get himself in trouble as much as, as Ingram does, but they're, they're both probably the two most exciting for, for overtakes and coming through the field. That's probably true. Sutton sometimes gets into trouble, but yeah. somehow escapes without a bent <laughs> suspension arm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had a moment at Croft, did he, last year? I think we ended up at turn one in the, in mm. the fence. And then Turkerton did it as well at the same weekend, so mm. it was on as even. Yeah. Yeah, there was a couple that where uh, Turkerton had the chance to call back and never did. Yeah, which is unlike him. But anyway, that was last year. So that's uh, what they called Laser Tools mm-hmm. Racing. Laser Tools Racing and the Infinity Q50. Oh, that popular model. I don't think I've ever seen one in real life, to be oh, honest. I live near what used to be an Infinity dealer. <laughs> so you did? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can tell you now it's a kazoo or whatever it's called. You know that online ordering for like, used cars and stuff? Uh, yeah, they they bought the garages that were near me yeah. as well. Yeah, they're everywhere now, aren't they? But that's a story for another time. But um, yeah, like again, just that car is clearly perfect. They, they, it's almost like they were like, right, what car is closest to the 3 Series that's cheap? Here we go. <laughs> yeah. And that's clever, because no one else thought of that. No, and, uh, well, it's all about the three Cs. BMW, Team BMW. Colin Turkington, Stephen Jelly, and Tom Oliphant. Uh, is there a lineup for this year? Steady. What do you think, uh, Jelly, moving over? It'd be good to see him back at WSR after so long. Right. When was it? Was it, like, 2008 and nine? I think, yeah. And he won races. Well, I think him. not many, but he did win a few. He did win a few, and he got a pole position once. I remember mm-hmm. as well, right? And uh, then he disappeared for ages. Then he came back with the Focus, which was a weird choice, right? Mm. Then he's been in the One Series. Remember when it was it? Uh, twenty nineteen when it might have been last year. I think it was twenty nineteen. He was leading in Knock Hill, and or, or didn't Turkington push him off? Yeah, in the rain, which is. A rare move. So he never did get the. He, get, he did get one win with the one series, I think. 
Uh, nice. At Alton Park, when someone else got disqualified. <laughs> but other than that, now he's into proper machinery, so mm-hmm. he needs to be back on it. Latest yeah. spec, works team, let's see what he's made of. I'm a little sceptical if as to if he's got that sort of pole position pace. No. I think him and Oliphant are going to be at a similar kind of level. Right. And Turkington will be a clear team leader, obviously. Yeah. Oliphant had some decent races last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Took his first win. Yeah, and uh, there was a race where he let Turkington either take a podium or a win as well. Yeah. Towards the start. And so really, they need him to be more like Red Bull in Formula 1. If he's up there <laughs> a bit more often, they can help out. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll say they were supposed to have Andy Jordan in the Ford BMW last year, and that obviously fell through. Oh, yeah, remember that so, guy? Yeah, remember that. <laughs> uh, I was actually reading an interview with him the other day. He's not. Looking to come back anytime soon. I think he's no. doing his mini series again this year. Yeah. A couple of rounds. I which mean, was great fun last year. I don't know if you watched those and the little, little minis. Yeah. Oh, really fun. I just it was mad. Actually. It was brilliant. <laughs> so he'll be in the sport category, I guess, for some of the rounds in. Yeah, we'll either be just running them, but I think he will be driving in the rounds as well. Right. Yeah, I, I liked Andy Jordan, and I think he's a great driver, and he had that. That first series they had with the one, the three series where he was in the championship battle with Camish mm-hmm. and Turkington, right? But mm. since he left, he's been a bit salty about the series. Yeah, you think? I, I could do without that. <laughs> it sort of lowered my estimations of him a bit, you know. I think he did get a bit screwed last year. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, because with, with the finances, because I think uh, I think certain promises were made to him, which changed, but. What he says, anyway. Yeah, it must have been yeah. something because they announced him actually without the Pertex sponsorship as driving there still, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then something changed. So whether whether they, he was asked for more money or he couldn't that. get all the back in, something like that. Because yeah. if if he had the deal secured with the sponsorship level he had, there must have been there must have been mm. actually we need a little bit here or I think it was COVID related and where yeah the season got pushed back, some or one of his sponsors couldn't commit to the same way that they were going to mm. but yeah the exact also, details aren't known yeah it's a shame because uh, it's good to have all the ex-champions on the grid yeah um, and it was, it was a name I suppose um, but to be honest I think that's a really good lineup for Turkington to be honest yeah. to have two of your gunners which will be up there with them yeah I think uh, oh, didn't know what you said there, so that's another edit point. Ah, oh! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's okay. I'm leaving that one in. All right. <laughs> so, oh, thanks. So, <laughs> so any more thoughts on of, BM, BMW for this year? I've run out of steam on BMW. Other than <laughs> they'll do well with Turkington, and let's just see if Oliphant progresses. It'll be nice. It was a dark horse last year because I think fin- think he finished P6 in the type points. Mm. Which, when I looked at it, I thought, did he really? I think he was in the running good in the last couple yeah, of rounds. So. so he flew. He was definitely consistent, mm. and that was definitely his best season ever. So step it up. Although as we cover, I think there's some hot competition this year. Mm. Uh, next on the list, mine's anyway, is the car gods with Cecilia Motorsport entry, <laughs> which, is, uh, which has mm. Tom Chilton and Adam Morgan. Adam Morgan has finally got a new car after being in that yeah. Mercedes A class for what seems like forever. Twenty fourteen. My God, <laughs> that's a long time. 
Oh no, the imprint on that seat from him. <laughs> must, must, it must have been like a glove just sitting in that seat oh. every year. But so they are using the BMW 330 as well. Yeah. So there's two teams running those this year. That's crazy for me because uh, these cars are not cheap and WSR, who makes them, isn't normally keen on the business of selling cars when their current car is competitive and like mm-hmm. new to them and stuff relatively mm-hmm. new like the one series didn't go out in the wild until they basically finished with it right or we're in the last season of it um it also went out with weaker parts i think didn't it have a downgraded engine correct yeah it had the generation behind weaker engine but here's two new built as well mm-hmm. they're not like used ones they were built new for them uh, BMWs, which I'm assuming if they're new builds, they're 2021 spec or whatever it might mm-hmm. be, if there's any little upgrades or something. Uh, that, so that's the main surprising thing here. Uh, other than the team name, what is it again, Colleen? Car Gods with Sicilian Motorsport. <laughs> I love the way you say Sicily there. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sicily? I, I, yep. I don't know. Well, that's how I've always heard it pronounced. All right, okay. Well, Sicily is spelled differently, like the Italian Sicily. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's true. Sicilia. Uh, You're probably but, saying it right, you know, and everyone else is going it wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Scotsman's actually got the pronunciation right or something. <laughs> but it, you must imagine it's just pure finances after COVID. Yeah. There's a team wanting yeah. to buy two brand new cars off you. You're not going to say no. With a nice so. little profit margin, I'm assuming, on top. Plus parts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, have you crashed it? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Tom Olfen putting you in the wall. That's a shame. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh, so Adam Morgan in wheel drive is interesting. Uh, I, he has been driving. The team also has like a GT4 car, right? So he has been driving that in odd rounds last few years. And Tom Chilton in rear wheel drive is interesting. Although previously he's driven some LMP cars, but it's a bit different in the rear wheel drive touring cars. Like it is, and I think both drivers do have something to prove. To be honest, um, Chilton I especially. Agree. Yeah. I mean, he finished third in 2017 or 18, 18 championship. Yeah, 18. Yeah. Um, and has been nowhere since. Yeah, it was nowhere at all last year. I was really disappointed. Mm. Didn't get a win. Finished outside the top 10, maybe, in the points. Well, I'll check that. Uh, 10. And, oh, was it in 10? But it, it was just invisible. Yeah. And oh, I'm not entirely sure a change of team will automatically fix that especially when you've got a change of uh, drivetrain layout mm-hmm. and driving style I, I feel like for me they need like two years to get up to speed with this if I'm being serious so yeah. I really hope they continue with this into the next year as well which if you bought the car it's serious yeah um, yeah you're not you're not going to ban it after a year at this point no no no, no. Not, not, not two teams. brand new cars yeah so a huge investment. Um, and I'm glad that they've got some mainline team team sponsorship name. Mm-hmm. You know they've got some backing in a difficult time, which is good. I think Cargods is owned by um, whoever sponsored them last year. Uh, I can't remember now. Damn, I shouldn't have started that sentence. <laughs> it's the same company basically, so they've just sort of changed yeah. the brand that they're going to promote. I'm trying to remember who it was as well, but I can't think. Obviously, that sponsorship didn't work, but no. I can remember Cargods, so that's that's important. <laughs> yeah, I keep what? thinking of the Mac Tools livery, but that was same. I was thinking Mac Tools. I was like, is, was it Mac Tools? But yeah. Oh, it's Carlube. Carlube. I've got. It. I've remembered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remembered. 
well, Morgan's been in the series for like 10 years. Right. I say only, but he's only had eight wins, which is still quite good, but I would have thought he would have had more. Hmm. When Adam Morgan pops in my head, it's always like someone that's incredibly unlucky all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, whenever there's a big smash, or you, a always fire. Just look, yeah, you always just look for the Mercedes stuck in the middle of it because it's normally him and it's normally not his fault. Yeah, yeah that is true. the feeling I get with him. But if you qualify further down, that's what can happen. Yep. Uh, but I do rate him actually. I do think he's good as a driver, and maybe you don't know like how behind the curve that old Merc was for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So you've got to give him the benefit of the doubt for that. Very true. Was it was it Carl Bordeaux that was in the bright gold one series last year? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And interestingly, this team bought that and used it for pre-season testings while their new three series was being built. Mm-hmm. So they could get some real drive experience in. I think they went to Snetterton and it rained for two days. <laughs> so that, that really helped them. <laughs> yeah. So I actually I think gonna... they, they owned that one series, I think, as well. I'm going to miss that over there. That was really easy to spot. Have you seen with his this year's livery? He's got like the Laser Tools Infinity, but then he's got some of that weird iconography from the stock car sort of slapped on the bonnet. It doesn't, like, it doesn't, like, it doesn't fit in. Yeah, check it out when you can. It's basically the same livery as Sutton and Moffat, but it's got like the the, the stock car or a sprint car, or whatever fancy design on some of the words, and it doesn't quite blend in. I don't think. But the gold livery was cool, yeah. Well, Toyota um, Gazoo racing. I've got two cars this year for the <laughs> first time, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. They've got two cars. They've got Rory Butcher in there moving out of the Focus ST. And they've got Sam Smell, who comes from Speedworks GT4. Yeah, yeah he, class. He was there in uh, 2018 in the Touring Car Championship. Was it an AMD yep. Audi? It was, yeah, it was. the S3. We didn't do much, right? No. no. He's not so a single point. So what's really cool about this team is it's Toyota Gazoo Racing, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the name of the team is the work is works backed. Yeah. And the livery of the car is the official Toyota colours and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the word on the street is that Ingram had to move because he had the Gingsters and the Hansford Sensors sponsors, which required a certain amount of space on the car. And so now we've mm-hmm. got the Toyota livery. And I'm like, yes, manufacturer involvement. Yeah. One of the world's biggest car manufacturers. Happy days. Um, and then you put Sam Smelt in the second seat. Yeah. It's no, I know it doesn't work like that because there's, there's, there's funding. There's funding, yeah. right? Yeah, he's part of the team family already, I suppose. Yeah, the GT4 um, Supra. But... but it's a bit strange when you're going, if you're going full on with the two uh, mm-hmm. imagery and things like that to input an unproven driver. And, but Butcher, I thought, had, had two decent seasons. Yeah. Um, He had a mega crash last year. Which Silverstone kind of ruled him out of the, the title hunt, which um, I felt bad for. Yeah, but I, I think he's one to watch this year. Cause, yeah, I'd agree with that. A bit more consistency, and he's going to be in the title fight. Got to get used to the car. That will be. I know everyone says, "Oh, they're all the same underneath," but there there are some <laughs> differences, and you do have to get used to it, and also work with the personnel and stuff like this. Like you know the the. The wheelbase, the weight distribution, the aerodynamic profile, they all affect, affect the mm-hmm. uh, performance of the car, and you do have to get used to that. Even the driving position will be different. Um, we know it's a good car, though, so that's yeah. the benefit for yeah. them. There's nothing yeah. really unproven about the car. It's just getting the time grips of it. Yeah. 
And I think maybe Sam Smelt will take it extra seriously and has extra mm-hmm. testing on the run-up this time and a, and a better steed. He does so he have could... the benefit of people not expecting anything from him, so if he does right. do something... Then... Yeah, and if it's it the Ollie Jackson effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a fair uh, point, Mano, yeah. Next team are racing with Vera. Vera? Vera? Oh, and Photon I, Group. I actually can't help you on that one. <laughs> W-E-R-A, but if it was German, it'd be Vera. But I don't know if it's... I'm pretty sure it's not German, so we're going to race him with Vera and Photon Group, which are running their Focus STs. Mm-hmm. And I'm right in saying that's the motor-based names just been dropped, basically. Yes, although weirdly they still own the TVLs. Mm. Um, all four TVLs for the Ford Focus teams are owned by Motorbase Performance. Ah, but Motorbase Performance is a new company. Oh, is it? As opposed to Motorbase Limited or something. Mm. So Motorbase, as we know it, that ran BMWs and then yeah. built their own... Well, then they bought a Focus. Then they built their own NGTC mm. Focus, right? And then mm. last year they built this amazing one for Butcher who crashed it and then I think that had a big financial impact on them and mm. also ruled them out of the championship, right? That was sold to Sam Osborne's dad over the winter yeah and i think sean hollenby's on the board oh man i could be wrong here but anyway sam osborne's <laughs> dad and it's renamed motor-based performance the word performance is a new bit and that's who that. owns the four tbls mm-hmm. and the cars and so sam osborne and andy neat drive for Weira and photon group mm-hmm. but it is a bit of a shame part of me and before they announced the sponsorship and the livery which i think the livery looks really cool by the way what do you guys think I haven't seen it. We should have, we should have checked the liveries. It's like black and prob- green. Prob- probably going to be asked, what's your favourite livery at yeah. the end of this? Ah. <laughs> I haven't looked at it. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen this, but I've got no recollection of what the livery is at all. I think it's because there's no race winner drivers in it. You just sort of don't pay attention, right? Um, the livery's quite good, but up until that point, I think they were. it was like people were saying, oh, it's, it's going to be called Motorbase as a team. And it just felt sad to me that, oh, you're going to have the Motorbase name with two drivers who are probably aren't going to win races but this well, weird one game. one driver definitely won't be <laughs> oh, uh. <laughs> so yeah Sam Osborne and Andy Neat I think you mentioned those other two this year yeah um well is there anything else to say about them um mm, no not really that's not really Sam the, the not two, too bad actually I mean no. he's had yeah. two seasons in the championship he has had top 10 finishes so there is potential there at least for him yeah it's important for him to step on but then part of me thinks like um, something like a land stroll or something where it's like if your father runs the team yeah. are you are you almost as incentivized to perform to your very best if you're a bit comfortable maybe 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 not mm. But he has to step up this year, in my opinion, or at least next year, and try and get on that podium. So, yeah, great livery, but moving on. So, probably the other um, Focus STs being run by MB Motorsport, which are Jake Hill and Ollie Jackson running those two. Do you have the full team name there? (laughs) It is... 
The MB Motorsport Accelerated by Boy Square. Ah, oh, Accelerated by, come on now, stop it. Boy Square, are they finance? I think they're a marketing finance? company or some weird are thing. They? Yeah, some marketing agency. And then they must shop around and try and get all the sponsors from their clients uh, and yeah. stick it on there. Marketing agency. Yeah. All right. Because remember they had like a PC World branding a bit last year. Yeah. In fact, this year's colours are like PC World, but I don't think it says PC World on it, which is a bit weird. No, there was something <laughs> about there's a whole group of businesses that they tend to, one of them yeah. gets on the car. But yeah, interesting. That's a good point. Yeah, so it's like a B2B thing. Mm. I'll, sh- I'll shake your hand if you shake ours and you get some extra exposure. But if it makes, if it funds a race cars, happy days. Mark Blundell is the MB, right? So he has is, yeah. this marketing company as well and driver. He's he's a driver manager, right? He signed up Jan Mardenborough, who once won that GT Academy. But anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, that was just recent. Um, just, I'm just looking at the weather down now. I actually quite like that one. Yeah. Blue, white, flashes of yellow, flashes of red. It's apparently inspired by Mark Blundell's 1992 Le Mans winning sports car. <laughs> oh, which was what? A Peugeot? Oh, God, I don't know. It was before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say a Peugeot, but while I uh, look yeah. that up, you guys discuss Jake Hill and Ollie Jackson. Yeah. Well, Jake Hill and Ollie Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, Jake Hill. He has potential to uh, win some more races this year. I think he's probably in the best car slash team that he's been in for a long time and Ollie Jackson I didn't particularly rate him but he did very well last year two Mm. race wins yeah Uh, so he exceeded what I thought he could do last year so he might even step up again and the race wins were emphatic Mm. in some respects (laughs) because they weren't someone came behind him and he just kept looking forward he didn't go mega defensive in a uh, Chris Smiley fashion yeah. <laughs> of oh my god oh, Tom Boardman used to do it all the time it's lap 3 I'm going to defend 10th place like it's the end of the world <laughs> you're describing how I race Tom yeah and me too <laughs> um, sometimes yeah especially oh well we'll come to Chris Smiley in a bit but yeah uh, I for me I have Jay Kildown as a championship challenger how about that I'd say outside bet yeah because for me, last year he didn't win a race, which I thought was a crime. But it was in that age-old Civic, which had, yeah. uh, you know, we're joking about Adam Morgan's 2014 A-Class. The, the <laughs> chassis he used was from 2012. Mm. Yeah. And it's the old, which was the old, which was outdates all the Team Hard Volkswagen CCs. I think of it that way. <laughs> so, oh. for me, last year, without that crash at Silverstone and a few other niggles, Butcher was a championship. I think that I think that Ford is one of the best on the grid because it's always had a good engine, but now it's got a good chassis. Mm. They've really got that sorted last year, and if you can adjust to that, I think it's a better than the FT- FK2 Civic he had last year. Yeah, to be fair, after this that is his bad start, he was really consistent after that. He was. Yeah, yeah, and he was five, always fighting five for five podiums as well. Podiums. He had that thing at Snetterton where he did a harsh move on Ingram, which was actually fine, but then let him back through. Yeah. And then oh, yeah, I remember cost that. him the position permanently. <laughs> um, he's still quite young as well, I think, isn't he, Jake Hill? Yeah. 24, I think. He's been around a lot. 27, mm. sorry. Um, also, he had a lot of reliability problems last year, I don't know if you remember. I don't know why that was, but he had some DNFs from mechanical issues, not not, mm. not contact-related. So um, this is 
going to be his best season at the very least. And I, I really hope he can... Uh, if he gets a win early in the season, that'll give him the confidence. But it'll also give him the championship ballast, so it's tricky. But Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd like to see him sort of progress from, I think he was seventh last year, to say at least top five. Yeah. Let's go into the final two rounds within like 40 points of the leader. Mm-hmm. Go from there, that'd be good. And yes, uh, Matt Blundell won it the 24 hours of Le Mans, 1992, in a Peugeot alongside Derek Warwick and Yannick Dalmas. And a good... Oh, my God. Hang on a minute. This is mental. Six laps <laughs> ahead of second place. <laughs> wow. Yeah, some of those results were crazy from back then. Back in the day. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't doing that when he was lasting, but it's doing cars <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. So, we'll move next. There's Paramax Racing. They are back. On the grid this year, Jason Plato after taking a year out, still on 97 wins. wins. Uh, He's paired up with Dan Lloyd, who was doing European touring cars last year. Yeah. Hey, am I the only one who was was surprised by that driver lineup? I was very surprised, but quite pleased as well. Yeah. I mean, where did that come from? (laughs) Um... I think, well, Lloyd is a previous race winner in touring cars, right? When he mm-hmm. was driving for, was it, it was in a Honda, was it, for Jeff it Smith's was, team? Yeah. Eurotech, it might have been called then. And um, I also remember, didn't he call it ticket on pole at Croft once or something? Oh, up the grid. Uh, and then I also remember he drove for the MG when it wasn't very good with Aaron Taylor-Smith mm-hmm. as teammate, who we'll talk about in a bit, I guess. Um, so, the thing with Plato is, and I want to ask you this question: Is on ninety-seven wins, mm. or is he? Do either of you know why there's conjecture as to how many wins he's had? No. It is ninety-seven Explain. wins officially, but there's mm. two ways of counting it. I mean, okay. I remember there I, being I disputes, you... but I can't remember why. It's to do with two thousand and one, uh-huh. which, by the way. That was 20 years ago. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. Don't. Isn't that mental? I remember watching that. I remember watching other things in 2001. I don't remember watching Touring Cars. Oh, yeah. I loved it. It was last season. WrestleMania, of... WrestleMania 17. Best WrestleMania ever. <laughs> uh, 9-11. Not such a good day. Ah. Uh, there was other good stuff in 2001. <laughs> Touring Cars, I do not remember. Well, in 2001, they had this production class. And the main class. Mm-hmm. And they had this great idea of starting the production class a lap early. <laughs> yeah, I remember. So technically, even though Plato would win a race, he's first in his class, he'd stand on the podium, he'd get all the coverage, he'd get the trophy winner. Sometimes on the track, a production car was technically the race winner because the, the, the main cars hadn't lapped them by that point. Mm. So I think there's a couple within that year which do they count, do they not count? That's the big question. I think they do or don't. It's not disputed, but you can actually look into it. So I digress. That was 20 years ago. Ah, yes. Winning driver, winning team, and then production class winner. Yeah. And mm. sometimes production class won outright, which is weird. Um, but it didn't count. Well, it does count. At the end of the race, the race results say that Jim Edwards Jr. or whatever won. Yeah. Speaking mm. of which, his daughter's in this season. But anyway, carry yeah. on. And I believe using the same race number as well. Oh, really? That's cool. Anyway, uh, 99. Mm. Ah. Well, we jumped ahead a bit there. Sorry, that was my fault. But uh, well, Plato as well, interestingly. If yeah. 
the uh, great resource that is Wikipedia can be believed, <laughs> um, will be taking his 600th race start at the first round. Wow. I mean, that is worthy of a kick. And coincidentally, <laughs> Turkington will be on his 450th at the same race. Wow. Hey, that's quite a lot for Colin, considering... Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he's done a lot. Because do you remember, mm. Colin wasn't... After 2014, he didn't do a couple of seasons, right? No, I was going to say, he had a few years out. Well, whenever he won a championship, he got binned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because after 2009. Old Williams rule. Mm. Sorry, when I said 2014, I think I meant 2009. Yeah. But then, yeah, that's if this is to be believed, because as I say, this was both Wikipedia right. stats for these two. Did you write it? Mm. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> this is really sad, but if you read any of this stuff on the Lister Storm Wikipedia page, the chances are I've wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> lockdown oh, was the first lockdown was tougher, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think Plato will get to 100 wins? Tiffany Dell put a poll out on Twitter today, actually. Will Plato get... Oh, did we say it in the last podcast? I've repeated myself. Will Plato get 100 wins before Lewis Hamilton gets 100 wins? No. They're both on 97, no. I think. No, no, I don't think so. A year out, and it wasn't like he was winning in the Astro before. Well, he took one win, didn't out. he? Yeah, but it wasn't consistently fighting for the title. I'm with you. So I think to think he'll win three races this year, probably about a stretch. But I think he definitely won be on the podium a few times but a year out to come back is going to be tough for him I'm really glad that they are, are back though that team because I was a bit mm-hmm. worried that it was a whole like yeah. oh we're pausing it and then it all just collapses yeah but I see the Adrian second Flux car ran it. a few times which was was good to see mm-hmm. yeah was, uh, was Jade Edwards in one of those yeah, yeah. At the Silverstone took out Andy Neat which was happy days yes but he was driving like a <laughs> Yeah. Well, when I say took out, she's gave it back, which is what <laughs> yeah. you need to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then Dan Lloyd, yeah, just see how he goes. I think he needs to get back up to speed with the current rule set and the rough, tough nature of the British touring mm-hmm. car racing. But he he could he could do very well actually. He could be. I'm not saying for the title, but if he's lasts a full season, yes. Don't discount him. But he's done a lot of TCR racing as well, and he's been very competitive in that. Yeah, it's it's not dissimilar to the way you have to drive in these. Oh, especially TCR Europe, where apparently there's no track limits or driving standards, <laughs> and that's coming from a BTCC fan. So bear that in mind. Uh, it sounds like uh, IndyCar thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, I've tried to watch this year, and it's just no, no. I'm I'm trying. But yeah, driving standards and track limits. <laughs> that two things. Ah, track limits. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen the video of them at Kota. Was it That's insane. Year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where they just ignore the second last corner and just <laughs> keep going straight. Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's my F one twenty twenty line. Oh, uh, <laughs> they they would be humped if they ever came F one those drivers. <laughs> yeah. What can I use three quarters of the track? Yeah, I mean those lines matter. What are you talking about? <laughs> the Ginsters accelerate with tradepricecars.com. What? Hyundai i i three zero ten i thirty ten i thirty. Where are you getting the ten from? Oh, it's not a ten. <laughs> i thirty n. There you go. N, not ten n. Yeah. Best uh, car in the world. I'm just going to put that one out there. I'm not biased the, because I own one. Hyundai. <laughs> Would you happen to own this, Tom? I, I own an i thirty n. I am looking to trade it in soon, though. So yes, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing if you want to buy one. should buy it from Tom. Yeah. Even better than the Panda. 
Oh man, I regret Ooh. selling that so bad. <laughs> you regret selling the panda? I do. But let's not talk about that. That's a separate podcast. <laughs> Their driver lineup this year: Chris Smiley and also Tom Ingram. Yeah. The other Hyundai's are accelerate with tradepricecars.com but without the ginsters or ginsters or whatever, yeah. however you pronounce it but um, so Smiley and Ingram it's a bit of a change for Ingram he's been in that too or forever yeah with the feel of it he finally has a teammate exactly yeah he's not flying solo mm. I wonder if he likes that or not because he was the sole focus mm. at his previous team but now he's maybe got a bit of a weird guard It'll be potentially. It'll be confidence shattering if he goes in there thinking he's the, he's the big shot and Smiley does all right for the first few rounds. Mm. Mm. We'll have to see. I, st- I still think he'll smash Smiley. There you go. Yeah. And I think he's a championship challenger, and I think mm-hmm. he just needs to adjust the car a bit because it's going to be different. It's a different team as well. Um, very very close with Speedworks, but I actually do think the car's got potential, and I think they just last year had. Senna Proctor and Chris Smiley, who are both really good drivers, but maybe they needed like a quote-unquote star driver to drive it forward. Yes. And now they've got that. And yeah, they've had some pre-season testing. As good as those two drivers are, I don't think either of them would ever be considered championship contenders. Yeah, Whereas I'd agree with that. Is. And we don't know their, their background in terms of developing a car in this mm-hmm. rule set. And Ingram's got lots of experience with that, and he can probably bring across some tricks of the trade, right? Yeah. The car is, I think, uh, you know, proportion different, so it might have different handling characteristics, but you could probably still apply a lot of the learnings, right? Yeah. And there isn't a car on the grid with more sponsors on it. No. <laughs> the the Jinsa's logo is prominent. It's not just that, yeah, it's, shall we say. It's Vans Direct, Logistics People, Hansford Sensors, something I can't read, uh, Third Millennium, uh, GKR Scaffolding, TradePicecars.com. Uh, there's a few <laughs> others on there, which, Forge, which I can't uh, see because the images low quality. But I mean, fair play, fair play. Shaped by Cornwall. Oh, that's Jinsur, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, 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 there is a lot. He's done well for himself on yeah, his yeah, yeah. side. Um, Learned it all from Jason Plato. Jason Plato would like to tell us every time he wins a race. <laughs> yes. oh, oh, I remember that after his first win, Ingram. That was the most cringeworthy interview ever. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that was that was terrible. Congratulations to Tom, but I I taught him all that. That, that was definitely my coaching. I'm so proud of him. But you know that 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 was everything that I taught him. That he did do. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm excited to see what um he does in that car because he he should be a championship contender every year. Yeah. He just gets involved in things he shouldn't get involved in. Yeah. Um, and it'll, it'll be it'll be good if he if you see a bit of learning from him this year mm. where he doesn't do yeah. that as much because it feels like every year he's making similar he's getting involved in similar fights that he doesn't need to. yeah so hopefully this is the one where he actually gets it all together and he has lots of teammates to back him up now <laughs> yeah yeah so in the non-Ginsters cars you've got Jack Butel yeah uh, Anonymous year last year in uh, the Sicily Merc. Mm-hmm. You've got Rick Parfit. Junior. Yeah. I mean, 
you could um you know with this car and this team and these sponsors you know he could have whatever he wants really yeah oh, that's the world's worst pun sorry we'll move on from that <laughs> i just got it <laughs> <laughs> colin his dad was in status quo yeah ah but oh uh, yeah which one rick parfit <laughs> oh yeah the one see the one over here or the one without here uh, well, he didn't have the ponytail, I don't think. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. He was my, my, my main knowledge is status quo is that they were in Coronation Street once and one of the characters went away to become their hairdresser on tour. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Uh, it was a, I can't remember the girl's name. I'm sure she's in like Hollyoaks or something now. But uh, yeah, I used to watch Coronation Street. There's nothing wrong with that. Ah, Rick Parfitt was the one with hair. Oh, with hair, sorry. Right. Yeah. I'm curious to see how well he goes. He's a British GT champion, don't you know? He is, but that was four years ago. Yeah. Plus you share the car then, so you don't know who's actually doing the heavy yeah, lifting. Yeah, and he retired shortly after and then went back into racing and then ah, finished okay. 11th in the same championship last year. Right. Um, but it says it's his dream to be in this championship. Definitely a yeah. good car. And um, no more music puns from me ever again. <laughs> I promise. I, I, if I'd known the link, I'd have got it, but I just thought you were being a bit daft, to be honest with you. <laughs> Stunned silence. Yeah. yeah. I was crow driving it in there anyway. It was like, a, it was yeah, the worst. Never know the link. It, make, it makes sense. Yeah, crow driving. Yeah, crow power. Yeah, yeah. What did I say? <laughs> you said crow driving. Oh, sorry. Crow barring. My God, man. Oh, I've lost it. Yeah. Uh, um, no, yeah, but those two drivers, really. Are they going to be at the back of the grid? Is that a bit harsh? To be honest, I don't, I, I don't really know much about either of them. To yeah. Be honest, so. They've I got a lot to learn. Butel, I think, only finished 14th once last year. Yeah. Um, so he'd have to do better than that. And Rick Parfit, I don't expect to see him in the points very often just because he's completely new to touring cars. And front-wheel drive and all this, right? Yeah. Or top level front wheel drive. I don't know his full history. Um, he's also got another fun fact: Crohn's disease. Mm. Yes. Uh, mm. Well, did you come? Up, did that come up in your research, Nick? It, it did indeed. He's, uh, I'm sorry. I, I was took or something. He or, is. But yeah, that can be quite debilitating, I believe. It can. It can. So, um, hope he does well raising awareness for it and stuff mm-hmm. like this. Because I was a bit ignorant until I googled it before this podcast. So. Yeah. Now I know. <laughs> Sounds quite bad. Um, anyway, moving on from that. Team Hard and their various different team names this year. Oh, go on, read sponsors. about sponsors. Well, you've got Team Hard with Altbright Direct. You've got Team Hard with Hub Financial Solutions. And in the other Cooper Leon, you've got Nick Hamilton, who's racing and rocket racing with iCoto Online Trading. Oh, oh wow. Mm. So there's four Cooper Leons on the grid with three different names. Goodness me. Who's driving them so, then? So you've got Nick Hamilton, Jack Goff, Aaron Taylor-Smith and Glyn Geddy. Ah, good old Glyn Geddy. Should I mention this? Yeah, I'm going to mention it. Do you remember when <laughs> United Autosports, Zach Brown's affiliated team, had a couple of events? Yeah. I feel like he left halfway through the season because he got banned from driving on the rail, on the road. <laughs> In real oh, life. Is that why? Yeah. Well, I think that's a contributing factor. 
but anyway, apart from that, I did actually think he went quite well that year. He did especially well at Knock Hill. And so last year, I think he did a few rounds in the hard CC, right? Which was flagging yeah. last year big time. Mm-hmm. So I think he's got potential and keep your eyes peeled through the halfway point of the season or at Knock Hill and he could pull mm-hmm. a rabbit out of the hat. That's my hot tip for someone who's going to be better than you think. Yeah. <laughs> he's had 36 British Touring Car races. Goodness me. In his career. Just not that mm. many in one go. Right. I don't think he's had a full season, but I could be wrong. I don't think no. so. He missed the, missed the last two rounds of the 2014 season. Uh, and then, yeah, as you say, he's done two rounds and then two other seasons. Yeah. Um, Aaron Taylor-Smith is a four-time race winner. Really? Four? Yeah. yeah. Um, someone I rated as a driver, but looking back on his career... He hasn't actually done that much, but I just like his style. It fizzled out a bit. Mm. Again, we had that year, that torturous year with the MGs when they were well past it as a works yeah. team. And I think BMR were running them or something as well. Mm-hmm. I think that sort of killed him off first time. So I'm glad he's back with a with an opportunity yeah. again. Um, there was that amazing year when Plato was in the MG for the first season with that awful livery. <laughs> and it was really... An, was it really? It was at Knock Hill anyway. And Aaron Taylor Smith was in the old school focus and he took out Plato. Plato went off the scale. He said he doesn't <laughs> deserve a license. Yeah. Get him banned. And then Bartram had to like stick up for him and say, Plato, you're an idiot. Yeah. It got a bit heated there, didn't it? Um But yeah, he won races. I just remember the year when he had he did quite well when he had Alan Menu in twenty fourteen as a teammate. I thought, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's shown him. And then the next year Plato and Turkington drove the CC. Yeah. And he so did. There was four CCs that year, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. I think there might have been, yeah. And. Was it, was it Warren. Scott. Warren Scott drove one as well. Scott drove one as well, yeah. yeah. Uh, but in that year, he didn't win a race and they sort of showed him up in, the, in sort mm-hmm. of a car he was already used to, so that was a bit of a shame. And he's yes. also the only driver on the grid not from Great Britain, right? Uh, yes. He's Irish, yep. Yeah, I was. So, curious about that Mm. i was looking back and it's been 2014 was the last season we actually had foreign drivers do a full season wow good start and that was menu and geo i was gonna say giovanazzi giovanardi (laughs) giovanardi (laughs) oh on giovanardi i watched a really good interview that just went live uh with him on his career it's in italian but it's got english subs it's on youtube so check google that um and he's set up his own youtube channel soon apparently and he's going to be talking about previous moments that happened in his career uh, so I actually really am looking forward to that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that is a long time, isn't it? Since uh, since um... yeah. Now some people think that that's a high watermark of a series. You know, like how mm-hmm. is Premier League the best league in the world because all the best foreign players play here, right? Yeah. Um, but I still think there's some really great drivers on the grid this year. It's one of the stronger years actually for quite a while. Yeah. So set set aside the nationalistic element of it, and it's. Um, <laughs> It's good. And uh, Jack Goff, he hasn't done anything for too long. Yes. I was going to say, the shocker of a year last year. He's not Shambles. had a good car for a while. But... Yeah, no. exactly. That's the reason, I think. But he's always somebody that, when I see his name, I just think, ah, oh, he'll be up there by the end of the season. And yeah, he hasn't for a couple of years. He did yeah. win for Team Hard, though, recently, right? Uh, 2019. Yeah. 
in the rain. He won at Silverstone the third race. And he was second quickest in testing as well. Mm. Oh, we should get to testing times after these team, right? Yeah. So that there is possible potential for that. Do you know what's impressed me about this? Team Hard has built four brand spanking new cars mm. and they've all been testing and running and testing pre-season. Mm. Yeah. And that's a no mean feat for any team. Especially the, one that's contributing towards laser tools racing as well. Yep, correct. They're sort of in an alliance this year, aren't they? So they're actually technically mm-hmm. kind of running seven teams. I think it's more just like a hospitality food staff yeah. sharing thing. But And then also, it's not a Works Cooper team, right? But, no. no, it's not. It's, they're listed as no. independent. But yeah. there is some arrangement there with the manufacturer because um, it the team where actually has like the Cooper logo on and you have to get permission for that sort of stuff, you know, and, and that's real estate. You could charge other sponsors, right? I've noticed that Aaron Taylor Smith, at least, or maybe someone else has actually got one of these Cooper cars. So maybe they've been given like loan cars for the year, road cars. Mm. Yeah, possibly. And then when they launched the car, they had like a season launched it in a live stream and a reveal. Mm-hmm. And they were actually, I don't know if it was in a Cooper dealership or Cooper actually gave them like the full, not just like a banner, like a lit up sign that they're using like the fancy dealerships or a motor show which you can't just make yourself you know you have to get that from yeah. the manufacturer so I think what I hope is they have a good year and then there's like some extra there's the opportunity for extra funding in the future because don't remember don't forget Cooper is this new sports brand it mm-hmm. makes sense for them to align with this I think it's a nice car it's a nice car I do like it yeah and I really like Hamilton's livery I don't know what you think about that it's like black and white. I yeah, like it. I think it's the better of the liveries. Yeah. Oh, also, they've got sponsorship from Yazoo this year. You know that milkshake drink? Mm. <laughs> so expect them to be uh, drinking Yazoo-shaped water bottles after the race or whatever. <laughs> I've a, just finished this yeah. race. I'm going to have a milkshake. Wow, yeah. Quench the thirst. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've got it in uh, the headlights. Yazoo. Yeah. Brilliant. Which is actually, you know, it's good. It's like a mainstream brand, isn't it? So, another, yeah, another hat tip to Team Hard there for pulling something off. I mean, if the car Hattie. is good, I would actually quite like to see if Nick Hamilton can actually do something with it. Yes, mm. he's not a bad driver. He's not the best yeah. driver, but you've got to admire what he does yeah. with his uh, limitations. And uh, got his first points last year as well. He did, he yeah. did. After, to be fair, he was he had a pretty shocking start, mm. especially in Donington. Mm. But then got his first points and looked relatively decent in a few races. And he really, he got he got better as the year went on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he missed Knock Hill because of crash damage from Alton, I think. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 He had a bad one there. Yeah. It's but, uh, hard having to repair cars that they want to try and get rid of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was getting fed up with Instagram adverts. I was getting yeah, either get auctioning or raffling them off. Or I think they were auctioning them. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, I, I agree with you. I'm looking forward to see what he does because he was, did improve more and more last year. So, like I, I wouldn't put like a podium expectation on him. but Oh, no, but I think more consistent points finishes. Yeah, that would be mm, good. Yeah. And I think, again, uh, oh, I would like to shout out Team Hard's behind the scenes vlogs from pre-season they're quite a good watch mm. and there's one where Hamilton's doing like his photo shoot for the livery reveal and it just mm. makes it he, and he you know just he has a hard time walking yeah and, and to say that 
you know, and I'm able-bodied, and I'm sure he's way better than I could be in one of these cars. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I wouldn't match what he's been. Yeah, doing. yeah. So, um, yeah, just let's see if he improves. But just on the car, then, just quickly, do you both think it's actually quick? Like, Colin, would you say they're going to get a podium this year? Uh, well, they've got enough cars on the track, so probably. <laughs> oh, excluding, <laughs> excluding. The, the <laughs> I've got five going. Ah. Right? One, of, one of them must get it right at some point. I, I'd like. I think they will, and I'm hoping that Jack Golf has a good year. Yeah. As I say, I always look at him, and it never happens. So, uh, yeah, I think they'll get podium. What about you, Nick? Yeah, same. I think Jack Golf well, at some point will be on the podium, and if things go their way, I think Aaron Taylor Smith could also potentially get a podium. Yeah, mm. I actually think Aaron Taylor Smith is, you know, he's looking this year as like, a, ooh, this is not just a chance of uh, joining like a so-so team. Like, if this car mm-hmm. is good, then um, yeah, stick some podium results in there. That would be great. Yeah, especially near the end of the season, because I think to start, yeah, with, they might hit some troubles. There'll be a whole different setup on that car because it's different mm-hmm. and all new, and I think the. The drivers look like they sit lower down and stuff, so the weight distribution will be all different. Um, you, you never know how many parts are carried over underneath with the suspension and stuff. Yeah. But they'll mm. have to sort of learn the setup again through the year, and that takes time. Okay, on to the team that I still have my Halford jacket for. Ah, uh, these guys. Is the Halford Racing Cataclysm team this year. <laughs> I just, uh, these sponsor names are just mad. <laughs> Pays the bills, like, keeps the cards. So you just bend your own name and just whatever where you're paying me up, suck it on. <laughs> but Gordon Sheridan's back, which I'm really excited about. And also joined by Dan Robottom for the year. Which you're really excited about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, hey, if it pays um, the bills and means Sheridan's on the grid. Yeah, yeah. I'm just surprised that Dan Camish isn't still in there. Even mm. I'm surprised that he couldn't get some funding together, considering he's a constant championship contender the past two years. There's something going on there with that whole story that doesn't add up, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, they're saying they're trying to get him, and Dan Camish is like, "Oh, I only found out at the last minute." But then Matt Neal says something. Like, oh, I'm taking a sabbatical. You know, it's close to being on the grid or something like this year. It's like, well, hang on a minute. You weren't going to have four cars on the grid. No. <laughs> you were never yeah. going to get three, let alone four. Yeah. No. They tried to get the, the third. Allegedly, yes, but, yes, yeah. But, uh, you, you seem very doubtful of the story. That's been I just want to know the. Th- I just want to know the facts, and <laughs> well, it doesn't add up. Um, Cole Bordley has two TBLs now. Oh um, right, because who uses a second? Power Max Racing, not Power Max. Sorry, um, Team Parker Racing's TBL off them. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. And he already had his own one. Yeah. Um. So Laser Tools are using his to run him. And the one they yeah. bought from Team Parker Racing went to Team Hard. Ah, but there were four hard cars last year. There is, but one of them was on loan from someone else. I'm trying to remember who it was. Um, oh we went yeah, back to them because they're running another car this year. Right, and then Speedworks have got one from somewhere, right? Uh, yes. Let's not talk TBLs because it is confusing. <laughs> it is, especially when they're the way they're named as well. So like BMR yeah. have one, um, and uh, Aiden Moffitt Racing has one, and Carl ah. Bordley has one, but right. all of them but... race for Laser Tools. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why 
reportedly's got two. I suppose if one comes on the market, you snap it up because it might be yeah. worth something, right? I think it that's probably basically yeah. It probably gets rental fees for this year, and then mm-hmm. can probably sell it. Yeah. So makes a lot of sense. Um. So Gordon Shedden then. Your favorite after his after his adventures in the world touring cars. Yeah, very disappointing. Which, which yeah, were didn't, didn't, didn't go as a for mate. Devastating for me that. Mm-hmm. Um, the first year he he was okay. Yeah. Second year he finished last of the of the drivers who did the whole season. Ouch. Um, best fi- then, finishing position of P seven. And then Audi pretty much killed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Audi he sort of le- he was left he was left standing last year. With yeah. Nothing I don't like. Audi Audi sort of pulled out of all motorsport briefly thanks to Dieselgate and various things. Uh, they're now kind of back. Though, because they built a new TCR car for this year. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So I followed WTCR because I wanted to see how he's doing. And the first year, I thought, oh well, he's got promise. Won a reverse grid race, but still won it. Did well. Was quick at the Nurburgring. And then I think there's a multitude of reasons. I think the team was favouring Jean-Carl Vernet in the other seat, uh, and also um, the balance of performance wasn't favouring the Audi that, that too well that season. But it's still no. You know, that's such a bad result. Then he's had a year off. So, is he quick? That's the question. And I think he wouldn't be in that seat if he didn't test and was quick. No. And he was quick. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, do you remember he tested, was it last year as well? Yeah, I think he did something. Because Matt Neal got injured at the start of the year, right? Yes. He fell off a right. bike. Again. Oof, that's dangerous at that age. Yeah, he looked pretty beaten up. Um... <laughs> And apparently Shedden was right on the pace. Mm-hmm. So that must have a factor here. Uh, but the team's lost. They're not a manufacturer team anymore. No. No? No, independent. Yeah. Which has been a long time since they were an independent. Yeah, back to the old team dynamics. Yeah, 2006, I think it was. Ooh, good fact. Will this be the first time that Shedden's driven the new style of Civic, or did they have one year on it? No, it's the first it's time. The first time racing it. First anyway. time. Yeah. Camish mm. drove it for that. Camish um, and Neil was aligned up for the first year with it. I still remember when it broke out of testing in Spain and with that full black liver, and it was like, oh man, that looks mega. <laughs> with stickers on it, doesn't look quite so nice. But no. They've also lost the UASA sponsorship as well, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, hence, because the... they had a tie up with Shedden as well, didn't they? Shortly before. They yeah. Left. Under their other brand, like GS Batteries or something. Yeah. Right. That is weird. So Cataclean and Robot helps plug some gaps, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. But I do think he can... Like, he only had one year and it was in a Sicily Merc, as we discussed, was old. Yes. He did only score five points in that season, though. He did. Uh, I think he's better than that. I'd agree with that. his first year in touring cars. And yeah. I know when he was back in the Clio Championship, he finished ahead of people like um, Michael Epps ah, and Sam I'll, Osborne. I rate Michael Epps. Yeah. Um, so Robottom was fourth in his last season in Clio's, which is no mean feat considering how competitive they are. Right, so I didn't know that. That is, that's why you're the uh, BTTC correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think he'll do better than people expect him to, but he still won't be at top end of the grid. He'll right. be top ten, I think, would be his aim, at least to start with. I see. Well, that seems like a fair aim. Uh, to me, though, it means that maybe Dynamics won't be fighting for any teams' silverware this year, unfortunately. No. 
it's whether or not he can get high enough up to help support a potential Shedden Championship bid. Mm. Do you think Shedden's Championship contender? Yes, I do. Colin? Yeah, I, I agree. Oh. I'm sceptical. He's, he's, he's clearly quick from what he's done in testing mm. and... Uh, you know, he's won three titles. You know, yeah, you great. can't. You know, you know, you don't win three titles by accident. No, it's a fair point. He knows. He knows what he's doing. If he is up there, I'd like to see him up there. And it's better for the series if there's like more drivers at the sharp end, right? Yep. And uh, I guess we're going to BTC racing next, since we mentioned Dan Camish and the Shock. Uh, last of us. Shock news. So. They were running with Michael Crease until <laughs> Jack C is champion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The weekend they suddenly got binned out of nowhere. Um and Kamish is in is just for Fruxton, is that right, Nick? It is at the moment at least, but um he does have a contract to race in the Porsche Carrera Cup championship, so if he was to get a full time drive for BTC he would have to get out of that contract. Hmm. Now, but that doesn't start till later on. That's what I was going to say. So I, he's not doing double duty at Thruxton because that championship no. hasn't started yet. Mm-hmm. So he's available. I, when I read the statement from the BTC racing boss, who I've forgotten the name of, it read to me like it's almost like, oh, well, he's available. Let's get him in for this one round so we contractually yeah. still have the TBL. Mm-hmm. But hey, guys, we're still on the lookout. If anyone knows anyone with sponsorship, give me a ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my impression of that. Who else is on the team, actually? Uh, who else? Uh, we have... Oh, Jade Edwards. Josh Cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Josh Cook. Josh Cook. And Jade Edwards is PHSC with BTC Racing. Ah, yes. she's got some sponsorship. That's good. Yeah. So those are our two. Um, to be fair to Dan Camish, he's going from Civic Type R to Civic Type R. So. Ah. Yeah. And that could be good s- for BTC, though. It will be yeah. good for BTC because it'll bring some secrets. But I don't think mm. all Civic Type R's are created equal. Mm. <laughs> going, going back to what we're saying about, I always have this thing of, uh, all the cars are the same. The, the, one of the areas you can improve is the cooling of the engine. So mm-hmm. the engines are prioritized, but how it breathes, there's some openness, right? And for 2020 season, the Dynamics cars had an upgrade. The BTC mm. cars didn't. And one of Chilton's complaints for the year was the Dynamics cars are supposed to be the same, but they're quicker in a straight line. And yeah. I think it's because mm. the engine is breathing better, especially at hotter temperatures, which gives it a bit more straight line poke. And I'm sure Dynamics have got some other tweaks and stuff that mm. BTC... So I, I, Unless, of course, BTC has, in the winter, bought the upgrades. But if they haven't, they might be one or two seasons behind the Dynamics cars. I know they'll be very close, but they might be missing, missing that final tenth. Mm. But Dan Camish yeah. might be able to point that out and be like, oh, you've not done this or that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fascinating to see him in that car for that first... Like, I got really excited when I read that news. You know. Yeah, because it's such a shame that he wasn't going to be in the grid yeah. at all this year. Does it remind you, it reminds me a little bit of um, 2010 when Vauxhall had pulled out and Giovinardi lost his drive, but he mm-hmm. did the first round at Thruxton and won like two races. Could we receive a repeat? Possibly. Could Dan Camish win? But I well, doubt you just told us not. Ah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you just basically said the cars are fairly rubbish. <laughs> it's not going to win. Because <laughs> I was going to say that would be good for BTC because they've got a I chance off the bat of getting some podium. Is entirely possible. 
I have a, I had a vision mm. of a race three win there. Mm. I don't think it's speedy because he hasn't done the testing, which keeps you sharp. No. Yeah. So to think oh, yeah, he's no. going to go and get pole is just hyperbole. But I, but, yeah. I was uh, about to I'd say like same to see. I could see. Jay, oh, sorry. How well Jake Nick, goes. You. Yeah. Because I think mm-hmm. she so, she showed real chutzpah She's in the, the race she did last year. Cleo's, and but she does have racing pedigree in the family. No, as she well. hasn't. Um, her and her sister have won a GT4. Yeah, which I stole that fact from. a long time ago. Um, Aston Martin ah. GT4 Championship. And I didn't know that. Dad and granddad both held titles right. in Renault's. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, they've no, that is Renault five championships. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's Jim Edwards Jr. in 2000. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. And then went to the production series and struggled a bit. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you why you paid the big bucks, Nick. <laughs> you get all the ad revenue from. Tech. <laughs> <laughs> this costs me money. Yeah. Talking about ad revenue, this costs me money. Because <laughs> this is a drain on my life. <sighs> this podcast. <laughs> Josh Cook. Is he going to win the title? Josh Cook. Um. Um. No, but I think he's going to win a few races this yeah. year. Because they had such a horrible rate year last year, did not lose. He lost his first one yeah. after the race. I can't did he lose a second? I can't remember. Well, but he definitely lost his first one. He definitely which lost his first felt one. harsh. Which meant it was on the back of the grid. Instead of being on pole for the next race, he's got to the back of the grid for the next race. And yeah. then Crease took and him that out. Killed him. Yeah, that killed him. <laughs> Teammates crashed into each other. Then so I don't. I don't think he'll be in the title after Hunt, mm. but I think he'll be top ten, probably one, one or two races. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say he's in the championship hunt. Do you? Yeah. Mm. Only because in 2019 he's another he driver. I think who's had a lot of potential, but never quite realised it for various reasons. Not all of them, but his own. But I, I rate mm. him as a driver, and he's just not quite delivered enough for his potential. I Me think. too. Yeah. Maybe if Shedden's on the pace, Ingram's mm. up to speed, Butchers move forward. Sutton and Turkington are the usual selves. Jake Hill takes a step forward. Yeah. Maybe five five drivers that could be ahead of him on the grid. So it is a challenge. But I, I'm still going to stick my neck on the line and say, into the final round this time, Cook will be in the chance with the title. Mm-hmm. He won three races last year. Yeah. But you know, if he starts the year, it's just awful. Yeah. Plus he had that massive smash at Knock Hill, which I was amazed that car came out again. But it did. <laughs> I think it had a rear end made of gaffer tape. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he needs to stay out of trouble. The other thing that slightly flatters to deceive there is, of course, after the first few rounds, your main championship contenders likely have oh, Ballas yeah, going true. to qualifying for the rest of the year. Mm. Which, for like people like Jake Hill and Josh mm-hmm. Cook, you know the ones that are sort of yeah. mid top ten, it helps them out a bit to get the the wins and the podiums. Um, I don't, I don't want to mean, I don't want to do a disservice to Josh Cook. I, I am saying he will be good this year, but. Some, it does help the field. That does. Yeah, I do agree. I think so. Is that all the teams? Yep. That is that. That that is all the entries. Um, there's a few. I've noted some of the drivers that were supposed to race last year. Oh yeah. Yep. They're missing. Uh, Senna Proctor. He might. Still I thought he'd be in the BTC racing drive. To be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing this year. He's just he's not listed for anything, so he must still be mm-hmm. in the hunt. We need more that. northerners in the racing scene. 
Uh, Bobby Thompson. Mm-hmm. Not in the good. Quite like him as well. Yeah. Mm. Matt Neal, obviously. Yeah. Taking a year out. Oh, yeah. So he's still, he's still saying it's a, a year out. He's not retiring. Yeah. I think he might do some testing in the hybrid stuff, at the very least. Yeah, who? Uh, James <laughs> Cornell. Oh, no. He's out. Yeah. Yeah. But I felt sorry for him because I think he did okay. And then maybe the funding dried up or whatever. And uh, then yeah, he, he only did like half the year, right? Events. Yeah. Yeah, because Paul Rivette was in two of those at least, wasn't he? Um, he had a really no. good sort of, was it second round? And Yeah, he finished seventh in the last race there. Yeah, and I would have liked to see him give it, give it another bash. but oh well. Yeah. And of course, Michael Kreese is on this list now. Our reigning Jaxia's champion sure. don't forget that he's a British touring car champion mm. <laughs> there's also a couple of names on last year's end of list that never made it to the grid I know mm-hmm. so you've got Andrew Jordan yeah. as we spoke about yeah. Matt, Matt Jackson good old Matt Jackson who's I'm drinking from a Matt Jackson mug yep he he, he just disappeared I never even heard mm-hmm. anything about him after the, the season got postponed big shame that yeah. I couldn't wait to see him go, come back uh, Howard Fuller, which I don't think he made it to the grid either. Oh yeah, he did all the pre-season testing and then didn't do the races, which felt a bit harsh. Yeah. Because uh, I think he was filling in for someone, right? Who was injured or something? Or... Oh, we'd have to look back now. Yeah. I think it was it, a temporary it was in thing. Volkswagen anyway. Yeah. yeah. Rob Austin. But I was well. a... Rob Austin, yeah, he'd done a couple of rounds, didn't he? I think he did one round. Truxton. The, um... mm. Power maxed. That's the one. I was trying to remember what the car was called. Astra? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say Vectra for some reason. Uh. <laughs> I always liked Rob Larson. Yeah. I thought he was always a decent driver. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind him. I mean, I think it was one of those teams who uh, were sold the dream of the NDTC rule set of being really cheap, and then they realised it was significantly more than they yeah. thought. But <laughs> they, they struggled on regardless and got, got some wins out of it, which was great. And I, I just felt like the Alpha. Then he did. He had a really good year with the Avensis. I don't know if you remember that. Mm. Like he was on form, um, on the podium, and putting some really strong drives. I seem to remember at Brands Hatch and maybe Knockhill he was doing well. And then the next year after they had the Alpha project, and it just sort of wasn't that good. Yeah. I know he finished on the podium, but it looked like the car was bouncing and hopping around all over the place. Yeah. And and then it never then that car's been sold now. I don't think we'll ever see it again. Which is a big shame. Did big you shame. mean the Audi, by the way, rather than the Avensis? No, no, he had a year in the Avensis, which was really good. Oh, he did. I'm trying to remember that. Yeah, he had two years. Yeah, he might have had two years in it. The final one was great. Yeah, because remember it was. Um, oh, who drove it before? Handy Motorsport uh, ended up in the trees at Thruxton. <laughs> Jet ski yeah, champion. I, Come on, everything but his that, name. I can't think of the name. Ah, oh, God, he became the team manager, and yeah. And then they also then made the alpha. And, yeah. Simon Belcher. Simon Belcher, yeah. there you go. You've got all the back of the grid knowledge there, Colin. <laughs> Ended up in the trees, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't think I've seen that. Oh, he rolled oh, it into yeah. the trees. Yeah. It won't happen again yeah. after the track improvements, apparently. Yeah, that's true. They've got a barrier now there. Mm-hmm. How about... Testing times because I don't normally pay attention to them. You don't know how much ballast everyone's running. 
you know, all anyone, tires, presumably as well. All the tires, presumably, yeah, but especially ballast because anyone can just put in an extra fifteen kilos mm. and mm. drop a tenth of lap. Job done. Well, with the exception yeah. of the last three cars, um, all of the cars were within seven and a half tenths. Oof. Um, That's the good. last three appear to be outliers, and they were Nick Hamilton, Aaron Taylor Smith, and Rick Parfit. What's Aaron Taylor Smith doing down there? Um, Matt had car issues, quick, but yeah. yeah, that seems quite off the pace for him. Hey, but there yeah, you go. Yeah. See, good old Glyn Geddes on the pace, but he did a lot less laps <laughs> than the majority of people as well. Ah, uh, so you don't know if there was um, some curtailed running there. Yeah, only Jake Hill did less laps than him. Oh, that's a shame that Jake Hill had some uh, less laps. Yeah, but the the fastest was Shedden, who was pretty much two tenths ahead of anyone else. Wow! Now again, that could be a no ballast, no fuel, mm-hmm. fresh tires, get some sponsors run. <laughs> yeah. The good old Jordan tactic. But and, and it I probably is right because two tenths is well. too big. Sorry, what was that? So I believe he broke the lap record as well. Wowzers. I remember hearing somewhere. That's still yeah. impressive. Jack Goff and Michael Kreese were the two closest people to him. Ah, Michael Kreese. Michael Kreese. Yeah, both of Michael. Two temps just. Oh dear. I do think he took a step forward in his driving last year, Kreese, and was on the pace sometimes. Mm-hmm. He got caught up with some incidents when he was in like top tenish. Yeah. Which is a shame. Um. Yeah, and Jack Goff, that could also be a lightweight special rent. Yeah. It's so quite a big jump between him and other team hard cars. Yes. Uh, you've got Hamlin and Smith at the back, and then the other ones are kind of in the middle, Glenn Geddes, 16th. Yeah. If the, the other so, two are at the bottom. Mm, yeah. Mm. I mean, I really hope it's that's the performance, but that is one I'm mm. sceptical about. Yeah. It's, it's, it's quite a variance for the same car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which does make you wonder if right. they've just tried to plunk in a laugh at the end. Yeah. It reminds me of free practice in Formula One, right? Because there's nothing to say. You judge free practice at the end of the Formula One, right? On the end of their quickest individual lap time. Yeah. But what if they were just doing race runs? Yes. Like it's basically irrelevant. It so, is. It oh. just gives you an idea, but it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It's the same with these. Where was Plato? Uh, fifth. Oh, that's quite good. Hmm. I'd like to see him up so there. He might, he, he might not have lost any pace no. off these year off. He does wear bifocal glasses now. <laughs> does he? <laughs> he should wear a moustache that he can twizzle and have the double zero on the car with Matt <laughs> Good old Dick Dancersley. <laughs> that was better than my uh, status quo reference. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the outliers yeah. in testing, I think, were Tom Chilton, who was down in 25th. Mm. And Rory Butcher in 17th. Ooh. Everyone else was kind of roughly where you would think they would be. Right. Tom Chilton, not a good start to the season, has admitted already in a quote that they're struggling with qualifying pace. Yeah, when they haven't done any yet. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, what was, was he in this year? The BMW? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's going to be a bit of a problem for him then. I think trying to get qualified there's a different technique to qualifying on with rear wheel mm-hmm. drive completely different because I don't know if you remember like front wheel drives go out for two laps or one lap they come in the pits yeah. they switch the tyres over right 
Yeah, whereas the, the rear-wheel drive just do like 10 laps in a row and eventually they mm-hmm. get there. Yeah. So it's a completely different approach where on a front-wheel drive, you might be going for the two or three laps of right on the limit. Rear-wheel drive, you kind of have to do that for 10 laps. Mm-hmm. You know, 10 qualifying laps in a row or something. Um, yeah, which I imagine. Only, um, two and a half tenths behind Morgan, but he was in 25th and Morgan was 8th. So it also just shows how close all the cars are. Right. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to say when they're all that close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, you could say, like, Sam Smelt is miles off of Tom Ingram, but there's only three and a half times between them, really. Yeah. Which, for testing, that probably isn't too bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you were to take away Shedden's time as well as the bottom three, then the whole field is separated by half a second. Hmm. Wow. That's, that's a good sign. Regardless of any changes or tinkering or yeah. setups or sandbagging. So we're excited for Friday then for qualifying to see what's actually real. Is it Friday or is it Saturday? Oh, Saturday, Saturday, sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Well, You're thinking of sprint qualifying or something. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Saturday. As I said last week, I keep forgetting what the BTC uh, race order is. But yeah, you're right, Saturday. I need to find a way of recording the races again. I keep forgetting that the on-demand element of the British Touring Cars doesn't appear for oh. like three days later on a random website that they don't even tell anyone about. Yeah, It's terrible. Even on the ITV player, it's a nightmare to find. Yeah, and I think they only put the highlights on there. I don't think they put the full races on. I could be wrong. No, I don't And they don't so. put them on there until they've shown the highlights on telly, telly like Which is a on week like later. Three, in the mo- three o'clock in the morning on yeah. ITV4. Yeah. Never on does the, the week. Wednesday of the following week. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't, you know, if I'm watching it on the ITV website, therefore it's serving me ITV ads, why can't you just put mm-hmm. them on that night? I mean, there might yeah. be technical reasons mm-hmm. behind that, right? I don't know. But, um, or just have a consistent time like, and, and signpost it. Right, 9 a.m. Monday they're going to be here. I don't think the British Touring Car account even like tweets or Facebooks and says, race is now available to watch on here. Yeah, so That's mm-hmm. basic stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm on my sandbox I mean, again. what else? What else is ITV4 showing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, they've got this, and I think the show tennis or cycling. Yeah, because totally I, I remember some, yeah, some of the races got moved to ITV2 last they year. They did, that's right. Which, which messed up my Virgin Media plan. <laughs> yeah. uh, but what else is ITV4 showing? Like, we could put the highlights <laughs> yeah. on, like, on the Monday night, yeah. like, in prime time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll be competing oh, with Wolves versus Aston Villa, but I think, <laughs> I think. Uh, I know what I would enough watch. Enough people would watch yeah. it. Yeah. Do we know how the viewership is on ITV4? Has anyone seen? Oh, I can't remember. Is now. it still doing quite well last year? I've seen on some forums various different figures yeah. that are just all totally different. Yeah. I don't mm. think anyone really knows the answer. If you get a sponsorship yeah. proposal from the driver, it's, it, they say something like 17 million people or something. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think that's I'm not joking. Out across the whole season. I'm not joking. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's everybody who, as they go through the channel, Skipping yeah. <laughs> ITV oh, four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd love to know. If, and uh, to be honest, uh, I haven't seen actual numbers either. But I'd love to know how well it is actually watched, mm. because, as you say, they do a terrible job of promoting. I it. think so. Mm-hmm. But we can't complain because it's free to air live coverage. Oh, so no, we've got to roll with it. But I just feel not like, complaining. But yeah. I just feel like some clips on Twitter would be nice. 
Yeah. If there's a big incident, put it on Twitter. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Other yeah. sports do it. Get on it. Mm. All right. Yeah. So we don't know what's happening with testing. Basically, what we're yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God and Shane looks good, but we're not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we'll do some predictions. Yeah. Well, one thing I'd like to ask as well before you start is who do you think will get the BTC drive full time? Mm. Who would you like to see is another question. That's two questions, Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see Senna Proctor on the grid, to be honest. Mm. I would like to see Um, Kamish full time. But who will I actually want to... Who will think I get it? Well, you have to answer this as well, Nick. Yeah. (laughs) There's, There's quite a few people. I mean, even someone like... Very unlikely, but Matt Neal is available. Oh, um, what about Matt Neal's son? son? Yeah, is available, and there is some rumours around that as well. There is, mm-hmm. um, because he's pulled out of that TTT championship and said something like, "Yeah, oh, I've got an opportunity later in the year." Mm-hmm. Uh, or will it be shared amongst other drivers, similar to how the um, PowerMax thing was last year? But I don't think that's allowed in the rules. Ah, because was that a special rule for COVID? I think so, yeah. Isn't yeah. it something you're only allowed four driver changes, possibly less a season? Mm, I want to say three, but you might be right. I'll trust you, four. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'd like to see Camish, but I think it will probably go to Proctor. True, if you if you're giving me the choice of Camish or Proctor, I'd say I'd say Camish, but I do want to see Proctor right in the good. Um, and as as if if Tom's right and he's got a Cam's just got the contract for another series. That'll be mm. that'll be tricky to get out of if, as well as especially if he's got sponsorship obligations. Yeah. Uh, if it's just a driver contract with no nothing coming from yeah. his side, then mm. fine. But in in Cobra's world, that's probably not how it's structured. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to say I'd like to Camish, but I, I think it's going to be someone that's new to the series. That's probably like mm. a GT driver or something with some cash. Mm. Which is fine. The grid, the grid's competitive already, so yeah. Bring back Rob Cord. Bring back Rob Cord. <laughs> I think he's doing GT World Challenge this year in GT cars. Uh, it was in British GT race, and I just watched. Oh, was um, it? That may have been a replay. Who it knows? won the title it last year. Sky, it was on Sky F One. Ah. Who knows? It was in Donington, and it was sunny, so oh. I didn't bother. It didn't bother to check what year it was, but so it could have been I've a replay. A it could have been not. Yeah, me too. But cool. predictions then. Big one then, start with title. Who's winning the title? Well, I was thinking about Rick Parfit Jr., but I don't think I would go with that. <laughs> uh, Senior? Senior. <laughs> <laughs> For your struggle with that one. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I think he's been dead six years. <laughs> Who's going to win the title? I'm going to put it out. I don't think Turkington or Sutton will. Ooh. Even though I think Sutton and Turkington will be leading it all the way and I think it's going to be a new champion and I'm going to go are you going to say Andy Neat oh <laughs> he did he was 15th in front of the practice oh. so. I'm right. going to say Tom Ingram oh mm. we need to remember this because when I'm wrong <laughs> yeah, we've already done predictions and I've forgotten what the oh, no, we forgot. last year. Need to write them down. And it was like a it was like a four hour podcast and I was like, I'm not listening back. Oh yeah, true, we've already done predictions about the season. <laughs> yeah, just if you've listened to that, ignore them. 
I'm, I'm not listening back for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was so long. Um, but, yeah. Nick, title? Oh. I mean, you've got Turkington, Sutton, Ingram. Shedden. Yeah. I'm actually going to say Shedden. <gasps> I feel like That's we've got prediction. a unanimous decision. I think I'm going to be outvoted 2 1 here. <laughs> and you're just assuming because I'm Scottish. And you've got Gordon his merchandise. And Scottish. <laughs> and I do own a jacket <laughs> that's got. And you visited Knock Hill, which he owns. <laughs> and you happen to yeah, live near true. it. I, I live like an hour away from And it. you like tunnocks. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go through all the stereotypes now. <laughs> Um, no, because I think it used to be sponsored. To be fair, I, I uh, I'm on the Knock Hill website every single week, looking at the Formula Race Car Experience, going, oh, really? Oh, I'll do it this week. <laughs> oh, I splash out the cash. Um, yeah, I, I'm actually going to go. I knew it. So. <laughs> I was looking. You know what? I was at, I was looking at. Uh, I was looking at Ingram there as well, but I think yeah, I'm going to go Sheridan. Right. I think logic says it should be taken to or something, but I just, yeah. like you said, I don't think it's going to be one of those this year. I was tying with Sutton. That was my backup choice. Mm. Who's going to win the... Uh, what, what else can we decide? Teams. Teams. Oh, well, Who even won last year? It's not something that tends to get remembered. You've got a point. Was it BMW? I, I think it was BMW so. last year. And I was going to say them again this year. Oh, am I going to say them again? Because I feel like them. I feel like... Uh, what team has two great drivers? Power maxed? I'm not going to say them. Dan Lloyd and Poyo? Yeah, it's good. good lineup. Yes. Outside shout, I think. Um, yeah, I'm going to say BMW. Because I think Oliphant yeah. will get the points. Yeah, I think it has to be. Job done. Unanimous decision on that one. Yep. Next one. Next trophy that they give out anyway is Jack Sears trophy. Now then, who's entered in it, Nick? Right. We have Sam Osborne um, for, I'm going to say Motorbase because I can't remember the <laughs> team name that they have. We're uh, in Photon Group. That's the one. Yep. Oh, sorry, uh, Racing Andy with. Also yep. for the same team. Um, Sam Smell in the Toyota. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Robottom in the Honda Ooh. Uh, Nick Hamilton in the Cupra ah. despite being in 50 odd races he's still eligible because he hasn't right. had a podium uh, Carl Bordley mm-hmm. uh, for the Infinity Rick Parfit Jr. in the Hyundai Jack Butel in the Hyundai and Glenn Geddy in the Cupra and Jade Edwards in the BTC Honda right right that's actually a hardest one to call there was quite a few there, and I can't remember what you said. Can you do that again? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> Sam Osborne. Yeah. Sam Smelt. Yeah. Nick Hamilton. Yeah. Daniel Robottom. Right. Carl Bordley. Yeah. Andy Neat. Yeah. Rick Parfit Jr. Right. Glyn Geddy. Mm-hmm. Jack Butel. Right. And Jade Edwards. Sorry, and thank you. <laughs> my my pick for that would be Sam Osborne. Uh, I just really like that Focus ST. Yeah. I think it was quick last year, and if he if he has a decent year, that's a real good car to be nice in. Nick, for me, there is three people <laughs> that can do it. I've got two of mine, and 
I would pick Rowbottom. Oh, um, yeah. Um, Osborne's the other one, and as much as I hate to say it, Andy Neat is the third. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go Glengeddy then. Soon, oh. as, soon as I pumped up his tyres earlier in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but I mm. was I was going to go Rowbottom, but just to be different. Glengeddy. There you go, you heard it here first. Is that it then? Or do they do like yeah. a forever forward thing? Is that still a thing? Yeah, I don't know if they still do that, to be honest. We should have looked that up, should we? Because um, there was a Dunlop. Yeah, it was the award. something Wings Award last year. Yeah, the Wings Award. Yeah. Quick, frantic live Google. <laughs> Wings BTCC. Will that come up, do you think? Oh, it comes <laughs> up with spare parts. It's... <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it must be a good year award. They must have I, something. I think it was. Because it was a Dunlop Wingfoot. forward for a Wingfoot. while. Mm-hmm. Last year. It is, and then let's just gonna read what is it? The Wingfoot Award focuses on the driver's ability to push their level of performance across the full weekend race weekend. Uh, something, 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 something. Oh, it's qualifying. It's best qualifying. Is it? Oh, is it? I changed it. Because that forever forward was like most overtake. Yeah, it was. was it? Yeah, it's. I think the Turkington won it last year. That's pretty crap. Because then. Yeah, it's just the championship drivers that are in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, they might have ballast after a few rounds, right? But yeah, you're right. Mm. True. I, I think I think Turkey to one else. Yeah. I, I do apologise if it wasn't. So points are awarded based on the qualifying results for each round. There you go. So it's point. You get twenty points for first, one point for fifteen. So who's going to be the best qualifier? Um, is it just going to be who's going to be the champion? <laughs> I suppose that's what you said, Colin. To be fair. Yeah. Um. Ah, throw one out there, Rory Butcher. Rory Butcher. I think it will be someone like that who doesn't have the ultimate pace in the first two rounds and then mm. qualifies well. I'm going to say Jake Hill. Casting for mm. Nick Saunders. Well, I was originally thinking Sutton just because he's always there, right. but if he's always there, he's going to have ballast and struggle to be... Right. So Maybe. Nick Saunders' pick for the Wingfoot Award is... Dan Lloyd. Oh, that is random. Good shout. Forgot he's entered for some reason. <laughs> I don't particularly know why. I just. I think it's generally a good thing that we're struggling to remember good drivers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It means there's good. There's good. There's a good grid. Right then. How about who's going to be the biggest shithouse of the year? Ah, you. Were... Because we've got Jason Plato back this year, so there's going to be a lot of competition. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be my, my, my two picks are the obvious two are Plato and uh, Andy Neat. Do you mean like stirring things up in the media or crashing into people? Or can it be whatever we the want? What? Yeah, just being an all round, knocking people off, being a bit of a lad, talking rubbish, um, just all, all round package. Uh, to be fair, I've missed. I've actually missed Jason Plato last year because he does yeah. stir it. Up. He does stir it up, and he likes. He likes getting his elbows out, and he, he doesn't. He's not free to have a go on that review. So. I haven't been as animated during a race for a long time when Plato and Sutton were going for it at Snetterton a couple of years ago. Oh, oh yeah. I that, that got a bit. It. That got a bit dirty. I lost yeah. it. Um. Uh, again though British TCC online they deleted all trace of it and in the highlights they edit out half the shenanigans but I think you should embrace it because if people are angry yeah. they're talking about it I sound like Piers Morgan yeah. there 
Um, <laughs> yeah, because I'm pretty sure Andy Neat was actually trending on Twitter last year. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what else about the BTCC trends on Twitter? That's so. a good point. Yeah, so I'll, well, I, I have to disagree. I'm going to go Plato. You've created a ward for Jason Plato there, haven't you? <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, I, and I want to meet this man and I want to give him a trophy with biggest yeah. shit I've written on it <laughs> and see how he reacts. <laughs> Made of tinfoil. Yeah. yeah. I think that's right, though. In terms of stirring the pot, it can only be Dick Dastardly himself. Mm-hmm. But in terms of driving standards, Andy Neat's going to win it hand down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's learned. To be fair, he's a pretty experienced driver, isn't yeah. he? He also he's races just... with a rod in his neck. Yeah, I mean, he has overcome a lot, but he also deliberately tried to take people out last year. Oh, he did again. I'd forgotten he actually got back thrown out of a race, didn't he, at Thruxton? Yeah. Took out I can't even remember make... who he did it to. Bordley. Deliberately B- Bordley. Yeah. yeah. Did he not wait for a lap? Yeah, he did. Yes. For him to come round yeah, again. yeah, that is the worst. You don't, you don't do that. That's no. shambolic. Yeah. Um, but I think he can, he does have his uh, moments of speed, but yeah, that's not good. First person to retire from a race. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Josh Cook. Yeah, <laughs> was, was that where my mind went before the race starts? Though. Yeah, put <laughs> yeah. down the moment, but... I think it'll be one of the uh, new builds. I think maybe uh, yeah. one of the Coopers. It might be, yeah. It might be. Which is harsh. I don't want to discredit them. Glengetty again. Oh, good old Glengetty's back in first retirement. Mm. <laughs> I'm surprised that none of us have really linked up Sutton too much. After after all that, I think he's the best uh, driver, and I think he was my second pick for the title. And I just changed my mind at last minute. I think he's the best driver out there. Yes, yeah, I, I think agree. He has the best car. No. Yeah. And I, oh, <laughs> I'm excited to see him in Plato again. I'm just yes, it's going to be a fun year, um, and hopefully, can actually get to a track this year. Fingers crossed. That'd be good. Yeah. Which Missing hopefully it. should be. They're selling tickets at least, so everyone's expecting it. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying it until I, until it's confirmed. <laughs> you're not yeah. buying it until you're sat in, <laughs> on a muddy hill. Yeah. In the pissing rain. Left my gloves in the car by accident. <laughs> and this is in July. I can't feel my fingers. Oh man, the coldest thing I ever went, the coldest I ever felt in my life was not when I went to Sweden to stand in a frozen forest to watch WRC, but it was when I went to Donington to watch British touring cars. <laughs> <laughs> For me, the wettest I've been in my life is that day. Ah, Brad Satch. Yeah. Yep. After spending 15 quid on an umbrella. Oh, I forgot God. to take one with me, which then blew inside out within 10 minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> and just it was muddy then as well. Yeah, oh god, that is awful. But it was worth it. Yeah. It's a shame there's a, such a big gap between the first race and So we started Fruxton, then at Snetterton, Brantford, Jindy, Alton Park, Knockhill, Fruxton again, Croft, Silverson, Donington, and then Brantford. Looking forward to it. Hope everyone has a good year. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Um, it's going to be a busy weekend now that British Touring Cars back and F1's yeah. on. Yeah. And if Touring Cars falls on a sprint qualifying weekend, that's a very busy weekend. Oh, yeah. Yes. And the F2 or F3, I think, is back this week. Yeah. Yep. W Series will be around at one point. Here's something. Are there any of the support series that you're excited for? Janetta Juniors, always. 
Mm. Yeah. yeah. But great fun those I'll, races. Yeah, I still long for the days of the Clear Cup to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame that's done. The minis just don't do it for me in some ways. No. It's not the same. No. But that's it, that really. I'm glad the other spots are there. It's a good day out. But in terms of watching the TV, I don't really watch the Porsches or the other Genetas. No, the, the Porsche's just boring. Hmm. The British S4 is always good to watch. Oh, true. Good old Lando Norris came from that. Did yeah. he? He was in Genetta Juniors as well. Yeah, we probably saw him, but we didn't realise. Is that like uh, Emerson Fittipaldi's grandson? Or yeah, we saw it yeah true for Fittipaldi. We saw yeah. him there. And never noticed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it shows how much He's in IndyCar this year, I think. Yeah, yeah, talking so, of the sport championships, is Paul O'Neill still working for ITV? I think so. I seem to remember there's been something that he wasn't uh, going to be allowed this year. Oh, I haven't seen that. But I don't know. I haven't been able to see anything about it, but I just seem to remember I'm wondering if it's about a, it last year. Yeah, I think they were doing these Facebook Lives and I think they canned it. So it was just like a reduced capacity thing. Oh, okay. I think he's just still there. Yeah, He's not the best commentator, but during the Ginetta Juniors, his excitement is something. Off the charts. Yeah, yeah. It just makes the racing a bit better somehow. Yeah, I think it'd be. Paul O'Neill was in a video recently, just about I think it was about in tears um, when uh, they were trying to break the world record for the longest golf ball drive to land in a moving car. Yeah, you sent me it and I watched it. <laughs> yeah, and he was so excited to do it. It was brilliant. Um, but yeah, that just as you mentioned, Paul O'Neill popped into my head. Yeah, it's well worth watching that video. The the golfer like takes his top off and jumps around right. <laughs> yeah, but then that, then that was, shot doesn't count. Didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you watch the full go. video, it's like another thirty odd attempts or something until you get it. Yeah, must be a long day. Fun though. So I think we're all looking forward to the weekend. Uh, turn cars back. We've all kind of made out their predictions. I think a couple. Yeah. We didn't go with the two normal favourites. So we'll probably come back next week with a review episode, mm-hmm. catching up with. Opening around at Fruxton and also whatever happens in Spain, which probably won't be much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, thanks, Nick, and thanks, Tom, for joining me. And we'll see you next week.